Welcome to Unapologetically Me with me, your host, Melissa Peta, the owner of Pilates Plus in Greenwood Village, or currently my house. Hey, everybody, we are on like week three of our quarantine, and half the time, I don't even know what day it is anymore. I saw the postman going through the neighborhood today, and I was like, it's Sunday, isn't it? And I had to go and look it up, and it is, it's Sunday. So, Yesterday, I got together a Zoom group, and we got online, and we had a happy hour. It was freaking phenomenal. Like, it was fun. It was great to have everybody laughing together. Um, Some of us got a little shittier than others. Not me, but people I know. (laughs) Again, it was just nice to see everybody's smiling faces and everybody laughing and just to, like, have a little sense of that normal life um, because it's weird. It's definitely weird out there. So I put on a sparkly dress and I did my hair and my makeup and again, just to make everybody laugh. And I was very fancy yesterday, but it's, this is unreal. So about two weeks ago, I got a call out of the blue or a text out of the blue from a guy that I've dated on again, off again for like five years, just checking in to make sure that I was okay. And I'm sure he's horny. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, if he's following quarantine correctly, you're not allowed to have company. So I don't know. So he just was, he was like, you're going to make it through this, all supportive and everything. And I was like, didn't you delete me on Facebook like two months ago? I mean, and everybody knows that when that becomes face, when it becomes Facebook official, it means it gets serious. And we've been talking quite a bit since this happened. He actually has been super supportive and he helped, he's a banker. So we're going to call him the banker through this. Hopefully I don't slip with the name, but he helped me through my loan process because it's really confusing. I've never done this kind of thing with trying to get money to help my employees and to save my company and things like that. There's just a lot of confusion that goes into all this stuff. So, um, he helped me do all that. And then we were talk, we've been talking probably every other night or texting at least and things like that. And it's been weird. Again, we met about six years ago now and we met on Tinder. Great date. I thought for sure this was, I was like, there's no doubt in my mind that he is going to call and ask me out for a second one. Just a really great connection, smart guy, very great career. And just like I said, everything was so great. I was like, there's no way we connect so well. He's like the guy version of me and he didn't call. So I was very confused. So I totally ripped off the bandaid and was the first one to text him just very much like, Hey, how's it going? And he texted me back, but it took him a while. And then he finally asked me out for a second date and everything like that. Uh, but we'd go out on a date and then he'd disappear for like three weeks to a month. And then he'd call and we'd go out on a really nice date. Everything be great. Tons of good conversation. Total gentleman opens the door, everything like that. And then again, it would go another three weeks. And I, I just couldn't understand it. Well, let's be honest. I know what was going on, but I can't understand. Like sometimes I'm like, it's hard to find these connections. It's hard to find these people that you're intrigued with on every single letter. I mean, I was attracted to him and, and he made me laugh and he pissed me off because he's a total dick. 
And I'm using the term dick in a very complimentary way. So everybody knows me that I am all over the place. I am a spaz. There's a lot of energy in me. There's a lot of, it's, there's not as much drama since I work now with a lot of women, but there is, there's a lot of times that I need to be called out. And this is the first man that I've ever met that freaking would call me out and be like, yeah, you're, you're you're twisting this story a lot, Melissa. Let me give you the facts. And I would be like, that is the facts. And he'd be like on his phone, like Googling something. And I was like, son of a bitch. Like I told you it's the truth. And then usually like, I had exaggerated the story and he usually did pr- prove me wrong. And it was like, he enjoyed doing that. And it pissed me off. And don't even get me started when we talked football. Ugh, so annoying. Like just was always like, to me, always one of those guys that a little too cocky, but I loved it. I mean, it kind of is a turn on. So I was always willing to try again and go out another date. I'd always make my terms very clear that I was looking for a relationship. And I started getting stronger about three years ago. And I'd be like, actually, it's been, I don't even know how many years. It's been a while since I've seen him. He always tries. But, um, Every time I usually meet somebody, I actually wrote him a long letter as I was going to California years ago. And I wrote him a long letter just being like, listen, I have always loved you. And, you know, I think I, you know, well, no, I didn't say I always loved you. I can't remember. It's on my computer somewhere. And I, I, no. Anyway, um, yeah, so I did. I wrote this letter being like, listen, I can't do this anymore. I do love you. And, I've just got to separate from this. And then I met somebody else. So I never sent the letter. So he never knew. And it was fine. I mean, I don't, I don't know. And, um, you know, I always turn up right when I was in a different relationship. It's like he could smell. He was on my Facebook page. So I'm sure he saw pictures and stuff when I was really happy. And I'd be like, listen, I'm really happy. I'm with somebody that actually cherishes me. And hey, wish you the best. And there was times he'd be like, did you delete me on Facebook? Or did you delete my phone number? Did you block me? And a couple months ago, that's when I did, I, he blocked me (laughs) because I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And he was like, I like the old Melissa better. And I was like, "Mm, okay, well, she's still there. She's just not willing to like bow down to you anymore. So he actually, that's when he deleted me on Facebook, blocked me. And then he kind of kept coming back on my phone and just texting me with things. And every once in a while, he'd be like, Hey, let's, Hey, why don't you come over? And I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. So we went our own way. So it's kind of weird to hear from him and knowing that he's not going to get anything from this. I mean, I'm taking this whole quarantine very seriously. There's no, this isn't a joke to me. Um, so, but he's been very helpful and it's been, it's been interesting. And I guess, you know, I feel like a lot of these people are going to be coming out of the woodwork. I think guys that get laid a lot, they are going to have the most trouble with this because, they're not just going to get the, hey, the booty calls and the, hey, come on over I'll, or, you know, come on, let's go to dinner. And, uh, yeah, I've always like the banker and I have a lot in common and I, I don't know. His friends have always liked me that I know of. We've gotten along well. There is just that fear of, he's just fear, uh, scared of commitment. Like there's a lot of those guys that I've dated. So, but it has been nice. I mean, it's nice to have a little bit of socializing right now, even though, you know, he was like, let's go, let's go out after this. And I was like, I'm not there. Like, I'm still in the same spot that I've been in. I don't, 
I want a relationship. And if that's not on tap, you know, then I can't do it. And he was like, you know, I've always cared about you. You know how much I care about you. And I'm like, great. We're going to be great friends from a distance because I want more and I deserve more. And I think that that has been a great, great learning experience this last year. And who knows? I mean, I may go out with him and we'll see what happens other than the part of the sex part, because I'm dead serious on that one. I'm like, eh, I'm good until, but I'll let him take me out for a nice dinner. He's always been very, very giving when it comes to like taking me out and things like that. So I've always enjoyed that aspect. Um, but yeah, I guess there's just so many guys that have these commitment issues. And I don't think it's just me. I think there's a lot of women that deal with this in every state and you hear about it and you're just like, oh, I thought I was alone. But now with this quarantine, I feel like we can get the ball back in our court again, being like, I need to be wined at night. I just made it for, you know, however long this goes for. I just made it this certain amount of time. I don't need a man to have sex. There's other ways that women can do it. And sometimes things feel a little better. I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It is. So sometimes it's just easier too. So I think that I'm hoping that the ball gets back into our court again. I hope that there's a bit more chivalry that maybe comes out of this. Um, maybe like wanting to take care of a woman. I'm old school. I'm like the type that wants to be taken care of. I don't need you to take care of me, but I do like it. I want to be hunted. I want to be, I want my man to take care of me and yeah, be the man. So there's been a lot of things that I've gotten done during this. I've been trying to be as productive as possible. I do not want to go into a funk of loneliness. I don't want to go into a funk of depression. I'm really trying to keep myself busy. So I've gotten paperwork organized. I've organized the entire house. It still needs to be like scrubbed down and I'll get that done. But I've started writing a training manual for the studio. I've got a lot of stuff that I'm doing. And, um, but there's still time to watch a lot of TV. So one of the programs that I started watching is called Love is Blind. Now, if you have not seen this show, it is terrible but so good at the same time. So what they do is they take guys and girls and they're both in their respective environments. And then they go into pods and they do like this whole, like they'll sit on the couch and just talk. I don't know how long they talk for, but they'll just sit in there. They can hear each other, but they can't see each other. So what they're doing is they're taking away the whole aspect of you have to actually enjoy someone's personality and get to know them, which is a crazy concept, I know, but uh, it gets pretty crazy because by the end, before they've even met, the guys have to decide if they, each couple has to decide if they want to get engaged, which is absolutely crazy to me because I do need to see if I have that chemistry with them because you just never know. But there's like one girl on the show, actually there's a couple girls on the show that are absolutely nutcases. And I'm just like, the one is 34 and she said yes, but she's obviously has a crush still on one of the other guys. And she's clearly trying to push the guy away that he just will not take no for an answer. And it is amazing to me how many of us do that. Like once, I, I think the best way to like get somebody to like you more is to resist them. Like she is telling him, she's just like, I don't know if I'm physically attracted to you. I don't know if this is going to work. We're 10 years age difference. I can't remember what else she said. She was just like, it was just so many excuses. And I was like, girl, just get out. Like, stop. 
Props to her, though. She's super good at math because she was like, she's 34. And she was like, well, just think about it. When we have kids and our kid is 20 years old, I'll be 54 and you'll be 44. And then she was like, and then when he's 30, I'll be 64 and you'll be 54. And I was like, girl, you are really pushing things. It was really irritating. Despite all that, I'm like, yeah, she's crazy. But then she's like, he, she's just trying to trap him in all these scenarios. And I'm just like, girl, you aren't interested. Just get out. Like, leave. You don't want to be with him. Like, it, it, she won't sleep with him. And then there's a point when she's like, Mark is just too emotionally available to me. And it's a red flag. And I'm like, who the hell says that? No, it's, that's a great thing. <sighs> So I just feel like this poor guy, and I'd say poor guy, but it's not because he's putting up with it. I mean, he is like fighting for her and it is crazy to watch. Like he is, yeah, he's doing everything to keep her. And I'm sitting here like, oh, don't settle, don't settle, don't settle, girl. And I don't, and now I'm just like, I just, I'm more for him now. I'm like team Mark and I don't even know her name, but yeah. And then you've got the girl that just wants to pick fights. Like, literally, they are in Mexico on a boat with unlimited alcohol, and I'm sure that really does help. And she, I think he said something, the guy was like, I just, it's nice to be away from reality for a little bit and just out here, and I'm just enjoying the moment. And she was like, well, what does that mean? And he's like, it means we're going to have to go back to reality, and Reality is reality, and it's just nice to be away from it for a little bit. Well, what is what what what's what kind of reality is that? Like, what do you mean? Like, tell me. And then she like wouldn't talk to him for the rest of the time, and because he said he got to escape reality for a while, and I'm just sitting there like this this poor guy. Like, listen, listen, I'm as crazy, batshit crazy at times. But I don't overanalyze every single word that somebody says. And I'm not looking to pick a fight. Maybe I did with one of the guys I dated. But not I, I, I just don't understand this. Like, why are you trying to pick a fight? And she's constantly looking. Like, what were they fighting about? And she's like a like, loud yeller. And again, I'm like, how are these people engaged? Granted, most of them will not be. And I'm sitting here all by myself during a quarantine. I mean, I've definitely had a lot of drama in my life, but most of the time it doesn't involve dating. It's just about really stupid decisions, which I talked about, I think, the last time. So, again, I'm watching these girls and I'm just like, why are you picking these little teeny things? You're, like, picking them apart because you don't want to be with them. So just, like, don't be with them. And then I'm not going to tell you how it ends, but... It is a really, really dumb show, but I highly encourage everybody to watch it. So I'm watching this show, and I'm like, damn, these girls are dramatic and over the top, and this has got to be fake. And then I think back to my 20s, and I'm like, um, weren't you the girl who went to a club wearing heels and went up to the, your ex-boyfriend who was a public figure, screamed at him for dating new people, fell down a flight of stairs where I was kicked out of the bar, sat on the sidewalk with my best friend laughing, and officers with their horses came over to ask if I was okay. 
And my response was, it's okay, officers. She's driving, but cute horses. Or there's the guy that every time he got a girlfriend, this went on through probably until I moved to Colorado, but every time he got a girlfriend, I was like, I love you. And I'd go over and make out with him because, you know, that's what a good person does. So, yeah. And then he tried to cheat on me after they got married and I was like, nope, I'm good. So I redeemed myself. I did other things, but I kept him out of a bad relationship with those other ladies so he could find his wife. Then we've got the guy that I dated and I wouldn't, I was, didn't want to leave the airport because I was so, I didn't want him to go back to his state and I had to go back to mine and we had to separate and it was so sad and oh my gosh, but at least, at least my drama was legit. Oh, and then there is the cruise activities director that I went on the cruise with and um, there was a murder on our ship. So after I had been with him the like mm, about a week on the cruise and then he started telling me all the drama from everything that happened. I knew the whole story of the murder and we were just told on the ship that the guy had gone overboard, but it was a full blown murder. And this is when I was like 27. So 13 years ago, 14 years ago. Anyway, that's not, that's not important, but yeah, there was a murder. So I got all the interesting details and then I had the FBI agency show up at my apartment complex. But again, that's fun drama. I mean, that's stuff that, that's stuff that people are interested in. Nobody's interested in what does it mean? What, who, what are you thinking of? Why can't you tell me? Here's the thing. I feel like if you really want like a top notch reality show with true drama that like interests people and isn't as girly like it's like cool drama like there's a murderer involved not that I murder somebody but that I'm around a murderer you know things like that if you want cool stuff like that they need to get me on this show plus I'm old so I could be the, instead of the 34 year old that's dating the 24 year old you can have the 41 year old that's dating the 24 year old I think that's I think this is a great idea I like it so I've been texting with my best friend from my high school days, my college years, my 20s and 30s, asking her for um, some stories that she remembers because there was a lot of alcohol in my 20s that I just don't remember a lot of this stuff, the drama, but actually I do remember a lot of it and that's, oh. but um, it's it's been amazing because a lot of these stories she's involved with either she is my partner in crime, or she is helping me to get out of a situation that's not great. So anyway, on this next podcast, I am hoping to get her to come on because you've got two totally different situations going on here during this quarantine. You have the 41-year-old who has three children, the white picket fence, the wonderful husband, the beautiful house. And then you've got the 41-year-old who gets drunk a lot. So anyway, it's probably going to be a lot of fun. Um, she's pretty quick-witted. We have been sharing some wonderful stories, some hilarious stories from our past. We, oh, we'll see. I think this is going to be interesting, though, to hear how the other side is doing, because I'm doing great. I'm, I've had, a, I had an issue this last weekend. We're not going to get into it, but... Otherwise, it has been great. So I'm excited. I think I want to just kind of dive out there, give you guys a little bit more entertainment, hear the other side of things. So, all right, you guys, have a great week. We will see you probably on Sunday 
or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever I decide to air this again. Take care. Bye-bye. So I've been texting with my best friend from my high school days, my college years, my 20s and 30s, asking her for um, some stories that she remembers because there was a lot of alcohol in my 20s that I just don't remember a lot of this stuff, the drama, but actually I do remember a lot of it and that's, but, um, it's, it's been amazing because a lot of these stories she's involved with either she is my partner in crime or she is helping me to get out of a situation that's not great. So anyway, on this next podcast, I am hoping to get her to come on because you've got two totally different situations going on here during this quarantine. You have the 41-year-old who has three children, the white picket fence, the wonderful husband, the beautiful house, and then you've got the 41-year-old who gets drunk a lot. So anyway, it's probably going to be a lot of fun. Um, She's pretty quick-witted. We have been sharing some wonderful stories, some hilarious stories from our past, we, oh, we'll see. I think this is going to be interesting though, to hear how the other side is doing. Cause I'm doing great. I'm, I've had, a, I had an issue this last weekend. We're not going to get into it, but otherwise it has been great. So I'm excited. I think I want to just kind of dive out there, give you guys a little bit more entertainment here, the other side of things. So, all right, you guys have a great week. We will see you probably on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever I decide to air this again. Take care. Bye-bye.